welcome to The Tea Hut, the podcast for unorthodox entrepreneurs striving for success by going against the grain, breaking down barriers beyond the biscuit tin, revealing what property professionals and construction workers really talk about on their tea breaks. Join us as we delve deep to uncover what it takes to succeed and be the best version of yourself. Welcome to the Tea Hut podcast, the unorthodox entrepreneurs podcast, where we like to break down the barriers that go way beyond the biscuit tin. Big up to eGrowth Media, our sponsors, JT. If you're out there and you need any help with your social media management, lead generation for your business across social media, just hit up JT, eGrowth Media. They'll be happy to help do a fantastic job. So without further ado, we're going to get straight into it with our next guest in the Tea Hut HQ. And that is Alex Patchin. I said it right, didn't I? That's it, mate. <laughs> Alex Patchin. Yeah, so I'm going to just hand it over to Alex and I'm going to let him introduce himself. So, mate, if you could just tell us your name, what you do, where you're from and, you know, what your aspirations are. Why are you sat here today, mate? Yeah, sure. Well, thank you very much for having me, Robbie. Anytime. Um, so, yeah, my name is Alex Patchin from Northampton, East Midlands based. Um, electrician by trade, so I've been doing that since the age of about 16 years old. Uh, and then moved into sign of uh, into rent to rent, so we've got a portfolio of HMOs, and now we've moved ourselves into development, which is obviously the next stage up from construction, which we was based in. So, yeah, natural progression has took us here, and yeah, I mean, from my background, like I say, from Northampton, um, construction from a young age, and yeah, it's taken me a long time to get to where I am today, and I've got a lot of experience behind me from where I started out, so I'm here today to. Share it with you all. Nice, nice. What you what I asked you to bring some biscuits in, didn't I? Yes, and I mate. Do everyone. So what did you what did you bring in, mate? Just got, hold hold it up to your camera so people can see what you brought in. Got my favourite biscuits here. These Ooh. are digestives, caramel. Oh, these I, are nice, nice for dipping. They are. See, I see a lot of people are like, yeah, I love chocolate digestives, but the caramel ones are over the top. But you like them ones? Oh, yeah? I love them, mate. Yeah, thick chocolate. Oh, what, can't get what, better than that. Exactly. I like it. Are you a slurper when you drink your tea? Or are you not a slurper? I'm not a slurper. I'm more of a gulper, mate. I go straight for it. Yeah, you're not not a slurper. I'm a slurper. Do people slurping get on your nerves? A little bit. If I can hear it, you know what I mean. They, they, <laughs> you can, sit, they can sit in the corner and do it on their own. And that's all right. If I can hear it, why is your slurping elsewhere? <laughs> Uh, nice one. So, you, how old are you now, Alex? I'm 27 now. 27. So you've been um, you've been doing electrics now for since you were 16. Yeah. So I've doing it since I was 16. So just over 10 years. Um, went to college. Went to college. Done the apprenticeship. Gone through all those stages. You know, fell on my feet really when I when I met my wife at school because that's the reason what got me into the electrical industry because our uncle yeah. had his contracting business. Okay. And he can't just like. Give it to me as such. I asked him, like, I wasn't doing anything. And he said, look, I've got a position here where I can offer you an apprenticeship. I was like, yeah, cool. I'm more than happy to go along with it because I didn't know what else I wanted to do. You see what I mean? So so is that what you did straight from school then? Straight from school, yeah. So when I was at school, I never really had a good education there because I was, I was probably out of school a year, two years from the whole time I've been there. So from primary school, I never liked it even then, you know. So I moved into secondary school. Um, and I was there for about a year. Then I managed to get myself expelled from the school, just from fighting, mm. um, just playing up, not being a great character at school, really. Yeah. Just being a joke in the class, like just trying to show up to everyone else. Because I see a few of my mates were in the same sort of position, but I was just one extra, you know. I was like pff, fighting, throwing chairs about, not caring, you know. Mm. And it got to the point where teachers couldn't even care about me anymore. I remember one time I ran out of school. Um, I was with one of my mates. They, couldn't, they ran out, followed us, grabbed him and just left me there. I was like, oh... I kind of know where I stand now. I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, got kicked out at um, 
about year seven, uh, just into year eight. So I was about 13 years old. Mm. Um, and then I was just literally going out smoking weed, not caring, you know, <clears throat> going up to going to like a local library to get a bit of tuition there from the council, things like that. Mm. And then from then I moved into like a, a middle school where, um, well, mi- middle between sort of an upper school and moving on really. So yeah. I was just literally going to a local place like Grendon, which is like an activity centre where you just doss about with other kids who have been kicked out as well. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I know so, that I went to similar. Did you? Yeah. yeah. So you literally just dossed about for a whole like two years being there, you're just running off, smoking weed, doing whatever you want kind yeah, of thing. Like just, that's the sort of place where you go to when uh, general... You know, general schools don't give a fuck about you anymore. Exactly right? that. Didn't give a fuck about. Can't me, deal mate. with you anymore. You're too much of a problem. You just yeah. go to this uh, this this secluded building and you just sit there all day and just. That's it. Just play football if you want. No mate. one do really you gives want. a fuck about you there, do you? Nah, they? not at all, mate. But at that stage, I kind of loved it because I didn't want to do anything either. I didn't want to go into school and start learning maths, start English. How that. old were you at this point? I was uh, thirteen. Thirteen, just just coming up to fourteen years old, was what's it? Your, what's what did you know your your mum and dad think about all this? Uh, well, there wasn't happy to be honest with you. I didn't really have the best relationship with my dad when I was growing Are up. They not together. Not together. No, okay, okay, no. Okay. Um, I mean, they split up when I was a young age. Mm. Um, so about eight years old, they split up. How did that and, affect you? Oh, massively, massively affected me and my relationship with my parents and my brothers because at the time, <clears throat> you know, I didn't really see my mum for a, a few weeks at a time because she was off with her partner trying to look in front of a house or whatever. I don't yeah. know. And I was kind of like left on my own as such because my dad was working. I was like going to primary school, trying to like do my thing with mates and things like that. And I never really had a relationship at that time with them. Yeah. Because like I say, he was busy working. I uh, didn't really see much of my brother. He's got like Asperger's. So it's kind of difficult for us to communicate anyway, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, so yeah, I mean, with regards to talking to family members and stuff, didn't really have that at all. So <clears throat> it really affected me at that early stage because I didn't have a relationship from then. It was it was good when we was younger, but when they split up, I just kind of lost yeah. all control. You know, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that's kind of when I spiraled. Yeah. Really spiraled out of control from that point because I just didn't care. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. they don't really care. I don't care. Yeah, what have you, what, what have you got to... What? Why should you? Well, yeah, exactly. Because I didn't really have that sort of authority above me at that time because they both just kind of went their own way. I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah. And then um, I was just like going to sleep, staying with my mum for like a week at a time, going to see my dad, things like that. And then sort of as I got older, um, my dad got quite unwell, to be fair. I was living with my mum at this point. So he was kind of doing his thing. I don't know what he was doing, to be fair. I didn't really have a great relationship. So he was off doing his thing. I was staying with my mum for a bit. And then it wasn't at the point when he, he got really unwell. So he was... Um, what was that? I must have been about 20 years old. And I kind of didn't speak to him for weeks at a time. He was seeing other girlfriends or whatever he was doing. And he got really unwell. And because I didn't have a good relationship with him, I kind of just like, oh, I'll go and see him, see how he's doing. So he went into hospital. Um, and it turned out I had like a really bad cyst on his back. Mm. So they, they cut into it and it went really bad. So he was like, he was in intensive care for a few weeks. And that was at the time I was at school and they called us in because... He was in intensive care and they said, look, he hasn't got long to live. Like He's got a few hours or a few days as such. How old were you then? 20. No, I wasn't 20. I was 16. Because I remember I was doing my GCSEs at that time. Yeah. So it was, it was that difficult time anyway. I was yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. concentrate. Like, Hard time, and it? Yeah, because I moved into this new school at Moulton, it was, where I didn't know anyone there. And I kind of settled at that point. Yeah. Um, and yeah, all this happened. So I was going to see him, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, yeah, from that point, he was in hospital for a couple of years. So he was in hospital like two years I'd probably say and I was going and seeing him every single day and I built a fantastic relationship with him like 
the best relationship we've ever had yeah. when he was in hospital. Yeah. And it was such a hard time. Like, I've seen him cry. I've cried with him. And we built up such a good foundation from him being in there. Yeah. It was great for our relationship, you know. And then sadly, in when I was 20, what, 20, just turned 22, he passed away. Mm. Um, and that really hit me because our relationship we built up to that point was God. so good. It, yeah, like... And the thing was, I didn't really have the other family members around me to support me because they wasn't going through the same thing as me because I was kind of left just to help him. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? And yeah, yeah, yeah. my brothers and that wasn't there. Like, they wasn't there. You know what I mean? Even if they listened to something, oh, I was, you wasn't there. You know what I mean? None of them was really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of just me and him and my wife, to be fair. My wife was amazing. Mm. Like she was, if I couldn't go there one day because of work, she was in there looking after him and she built such a good relationship with him as well. So we was both in it together. It hit us really hard, you know, but... I'm so grateful for the time we got to spend with him because mm. I know people who've gone through COVID and stuff and they couldn't go and see their parents or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They, and they've just sadly passed away. But mm. luckily for us, well, I say luckily, but we was able to get that good relationship with yeah, him whilst had, he was still here. You had that time yeah. to do and, and rebuild the relationship that you you, you lost. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, because we lost a good 10 years from not really speaking to each other when they broke up and things like that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. we really did build a good relationship and... Um, He's obviously still with me today and he's, he's, he's always up there looking down, you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. it's just sad that I had to go that way. And But I'm just grateful we had that time spent together when I was in hospital, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I can sort of relate to it. Obviously, I lost my dad when I was similar age to that. I was 18 and uh, it was sudden. So we, I didn't get... Uh, and he'd split up with my mum as well. They'd been split up for a good few years. And uh, we, we were sort of, you know, starting to build a relationship. We, you know what I mean? Similar mm. to you, you like, you go through that... Um, you know, that adolescent stage, you think you know it all and then, you know, you get to an age like you did, you, mm. you want to build that relationship, don't you? you yeah, yeah. You want that. You know? Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'd started doing and then, yeah, unfortunately, my dad passed away when I was 18 and that is similar to like you, it just hits you like a ton of fucking bricks, doesn't it? Yeah, massive, mate, massive. How but... did that affect you when that happened? Uh, To be honest with you, it gave me a lot of drive. Did it? Straight away? Probably after a good six months, because it hit home real bad straight away. You know, I got back into my old ways when I was... It was lucky I had my wife there to support me because I was just gone out of control. Yeah. Like, it did hit hard because of the relationship we built with him. It wasn't like... It was a good relationship for two years because you imagine you've seen him every single day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for him just to go away like that, it was kind of... It was really hard. And it was like just before he went to New York as well, so we had a holiday booked and he was really happy for us. You know, all excited and that. And then all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Two days before he was going to go. Yeah. So he wasn't even going to go. It was, it was up and down about it all. But lucky, we did, we did go in the end. Did you? Um, yeah, we kind of... Because like, she's with me and yeah. we went through it all together. I needed that person there and yeah, it helped yeah, yeah. me massively. If yeah. I didn't have that person there, I don't know sort of what position I'll be in now because, mm. you know, like everyone knows, their wife's like their soulmate, isn't they? So... Yeah, I can relate to that, mate. Yeah, my wife helped me a lot during my... Um, yeah, I struggled for a lot for a lot of years. I had a few other things go on and not just losing my dad, but I had some other stuff going on around that time as well, which sort of didn't really uh, show its effect on me until, like, my mid-20s. Do you know what I mean? A lot of shit mm. going on in my teenage years. I sort of left and didn't really, like... Do you know what I mean? Mm. I just sort of didn't didn't let affect me until I was older and actually mm. understood what was going on. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, so what's what's your relationship like with your mum? Um, so it, I mean, we talk like I'm. The thing is, I can't make excuses as to why we don't talk a lot because I'm I am busy, but I can always make that time to see her. But because at the young age, it was it was divided between the both of them. I never really had a great relationship with my mum as such. Like, yeah, we talk maybe once a week, mm. you know, going forward. But it's not like I'll tell about all my problems and things like that or I'll tell her how business is going because I kind of feel like 
I'm in I'm my home with my wife and yeah. we've got our own stuff going on and I'm so busy with that. If we talk, it's kind of like she'll drop me a message saying, you're okay, you know. Does she so, have much to do with your your um, child? Yeah, so she does, yeah. She probably sees him like once a week or, yeah, so it is pretty good, you know. She yeah, just, yeah, yeah. She just quite, she just love to see him as well, which yeah. is nice, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah it, it's better than... And you're not going to let that like sort of um, disconnection between you and her have an effect on the relationship between her and your kids no definitely not no i mean, I mean you, yeah. you want her to be a nan you of course I mean? yeah i mean yeah. when i was young i didn't really have the grandparents there either because yeah. they like moved away or th- my dad's side of the family i've never really spoke to anyway they're okay. all kind of like yeah i've just never really had a relationship with them so yeah i do want him to have a good relationship with my mum and my wife's mum and dad because they're really good with him as well you know yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's important for them to have that I relationship think so, with them. Yeah. of course it is yeah yeah because yeah they, they love them to bits as well you can see the love between them you know what i mean i can't and i'd never want to stop that because they need that love around them don't they They're yeah definitely kids. mate yeah yeah so what made what made you want to get into electrics and things like that was that just a yeah so with the electrics when i first started off like well when i was at school i obviously met my girlfriend so we've been together 13 years now so a yeah, real yeah. young age and yeah. that's kind of what um has given me a good um starting point with being with her because she kept me on steady stones you know she she was my driving force at a young age and she was like look my uncle's doing this so i went with her uncle to do the electrical apprenticeship i've got a really good relationship with her you brother. That stability that you stability. need at that age exactly you yeah do, you do need a bit of positive influence at that 100 yeah yeah, yeah yeah so when i got kicked out of school i got put into another school where i didn't know anyone there and that was even better for me because i couldn't mess about i didn't know the kids to kind of show up to yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah. so it was really good for me at that point i didn't think it then but yeah so i went with her uncle did the electrical apprenticeship there really good and then obviously when everything happened to my dad i was so I was self-employed at the time working for someone else because mm. there was no work it ran out where i was yeah and then that happened with my dad and then about six months later from my dad passing um i had that drive in me where I kind of felt like it was more to me than what I was doing. I thought like, why well, am I? I've got so much more potential than what I could be doing. Like just on the tools on site. Yeah. Why am I not doing it? Yeah. So it got to a point where I started looking at property courses. Um, started looking into educating myself a bit more on property because mm-hmm. I knew property was a good driving force going forward, where you can build a lot of wealth through it. Yeah. So got into getting educated. Went onto a few property courses, which like cost me a lot of money and it didn't work out you know like i spent a lot of money um thinking it was the right thing for me at the time and naivety got the best of me and like i said i spent a lot of money doing that not educate care to share well i wouldn't give any names but i mean we went on to a course me and my business partner because um when we first started like it was like two free tickets and i was on site looking on the emails like Dave, do you fancy doing this? And he was like yeah, yeah all right we'll give it a go so we went up there to birmingham did the um three-day course there and then obviously they sell you this other stuff when you're there. So <clears throat> got sold onto another course, did that course. They sell you onto another course. We ended up paying for another course. And then it just didn't give us what we wanted. But then at this point, when we pay for this next course, we was learning all about service accommodation, all this kind of stuff. And then about a week after we did like one of the last courses, we turned up at the office one day and the bloke I was working for turned around, give me a bit of paper and said, ego. And it was basically, he was sacking us for setting up a property company. And it was mad. I was like, I was, I was kind of lost my head about it. I was like, what do you mean you're sacking me because I've set up a property business? It's not affecting you. Like, I'm trying to look out for my future wealth, like my future um, financial circumstances. I'm not trying to take anything away from your electrical business. Yeah. And he was just like, no, no, get out of my office, give me all my kit back. I was like, fucking hell, okay. So then obviously Dave was trying to calm me down and stuff like that. So 
even took his kit back. I was like, fuck that. I'm off, mate. I ain't giving him shit back. Like, I'm going, I'm going to go find, like, I think I had a viewing for, like, a service accommodation that day. So we went off to Oxford and viewed that. And we kind of spoke about it in the van. Like, fucking hell, what are we going to do now? Mm. Like, I just got a mortgage, got a house. He's going through a mortgage. And it was that difficult situation shit. where, <laughs> shit, yeah, like, fucking hell, what do we do? Um, so then about a week after that, he then said to, like, Dave, who's my business partner now, we said to him, look, I can give you your job back, but I can't give Alex his. I was like, fucking hell, here we go. Here we go, yeah. yeah. And Dave, to be fair to him, oh, that's why I got a lot of respect for him. He was like, nah, if you're not going to take on Alex, I ain't going to come back. I was like, fair play, mate. Like, he could have left me, he could have looked out, like, gone looked for himself. Looked out for himself. Yeah, and he didn't. He, he ended up coming back to me. I was like, no, do you know what? We're going to do this together. I thought, fair enough, man. Like, let's do this together. So, yeah, yeah. so then we went back to our bread and butter on the tools. So we was stayed on the tools for what, two years before we actually kind of had any flow with property and then the COVID hit. And that was when we first started our rent to rent HMOs because we needed to find that extra bit of income from somewhere. We knew how to go about it with property. Mm. We just didn't know exactly what and where, you know. So we, we then got onto another, like a mentor program mm. and we managed to get, build a portfolio of like uh, 11 properties we've got now. So we've got 11 HMOs and they're doing all right. Um, and we've got someone in the office kind of looking after them, systemized it, and we're doing a bit of electrical work here and there, like like our bread and butter, you know, you might as well if there's work there. Yeah. And then um, it got to the point sort of last year where we were looking at the bigger picture with like developments because we were doing it on site for other people. Yeah. You know, so we were going on site, seeing people making a shitload of money out of it, and was like, there's, there's got to be a way we can get into it somehow. Yeah. Um, and that's when August last year, I think I've seen your post actually, and it mm. was about... Um, Andrew Hubbard, one of his courses. So I started looking into Andrew, got on to his course, um, development, I can't think what the course is called now. The, blue, the blueprint. The blueprint, that's it, the blueprint, yeah. So we went on to there, did the three days there, um, got a bit of further education and now obviously a few months down the line we've, we've managed to kind of get a few bits under our belt. Mm. Looking forward to the rest of the year trying to get in our um, developments underway. We've got one going through planning at the minute, so yeah. It's looking good at the minute with, good. with in terms of uh, business, yeah. You're ready for the real work now. And yeah. You know, we were talking about earlier. I know. Yeah, it's going to be... It's, it's fun times heads once again, mate. It's going to be a lot of hard work. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? mate. I, 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 like I said to you, I, 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 I believe uh, you've either got it or you haven't, mate, when it comes to success in business. And you sound like you've got your head screwed on, you know. You sound like you're willing to fucking take the rough with a smooth. Mm. Um and you know, don't be under any illusion that it's easy and what you know because obviously people are gonna sell, people are gonna say it's easy to sell courses, right? That's mm. what they, that's their whole model. Mm. Every single person in the country that runs a training company and sells courses is gonna tell you that their course is the answer to the problem you've got. Yeah, and that's just that's just how they market. You know mm. what I mean? That's just a fact. But I think you've got what it, I think you will have what it takes. But then. Like I said to you outside earlier, I don't think that everyone has. Mm. Like it's all good saying, "Oh yeah, anyone can do it." It's like, yeah, all right, anyone can do it, but should they? Mm. There's a difference. Yeah, hundred percent. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah, anyone can. You know, anyone can fucking sit in an airplane seat and call themselves a pilot. Mm. But can you fly the plane? Yeah, no, I got it. Do you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, hundred percent, mate. Yeah, I think with that, it comes with. In my head. I like to see the best out of every situation. I'm, like, I'm very positive, forward thinking. I know, I know what you're saying. Like, not everyone has the kahunas to do it, mate. Yeah, yeah. You've got to have balls. You've got to take. Yeah. You've got to be willing to take a risk. And I yeah. think that there's a lot of things that feed into that. And 
where you are in your life, your age. Mm. Like I generally find that younger people, younger blokes like me and you are a lot more open to taking a risk, mm. especially these days, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, fuck yeah. it, what am I going to lose? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I'm all up for putting my balls on the chopping block if I've got to. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think you have to be like that to be successful. Yeah, without like, a doubt. Yeah. Unless you get given a uh, a leg up or you get given so, like a, a lucky break, mm. which let's face it, 99.9% of us don't get. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? It takes a serious amount of blood, sweat and fucking tears and effort to be successful. Mm -hmm. right? yeah. Obviously, as you go along in business and you learn ways to leverage and work a bit smarter, mm. your, your output probably gets less. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not fucking grafting seven days a week and all this bollocks because we've all done that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's it. And that's not the way to do it, is it? No, no, 100%, man. That's why we're not But at right the now. start, you probably thought that was the way to do it. Yeah. Do you yeah, get yeah. me? When you're, when you're at your infancy in business and you're, mm. you're, like, you're starting at the lower level, you're mm. like, right, I know to be successful, I've got to do more mm. than, than average. Mm. I've got to do more than, you know, Joe's willing to do nine till five, I've got to be willing to do seven till seven mm, because yeah. I know that putting that little bit extra in is going to get me that little bit more output. Yeah, do you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? But then when yeah. you get to that level of like, okay, I'm, you know, sort of feel semi-successful here, mm. but I'm still doing seven fucking days a week, 14 hours a day. Why am I doing that? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then you learn, you're like, hang on a minute, why am I... Why am, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this for someone else? Why? Yeah. Hang on a minute. Why am I wiring this guy's house up when I could be wiring my own? Yeah. Do you yeah, know? Yeah, that's, yeah. And that's the sort of thing I had because I was like working for customers. I felt successful. Felt like I'd done well for being young and like mm. yourself. But then you get to a point and you're like, I think every entrepreneur gets this. It's like you're never complacent. You're never happy. No. It's like you get to a certain level of success or mm. you reach a certain point and then you're like, hmm. I could go higher. Mm, I want yeah. to do something else. This isn't good enough for me. Yeah, I'm not getting that, what yeah. I wanted out of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. get me? Yeah, 100%. And that's yeah. how, I mean, when I say to people, like, you know, what, what's, when was the turning point for you? And I, I, for me, uh, there was never a turning point. I always knew that I was going to go somewhere. Mm. I just couldn't tell you how and when. No, that's it, man. Same for me. Do you get me? Yeah, before I got, I kind of went into doing the development side of things, I didn't know where I wanted to go with it. Like, I did the rent to rent thing because that's kind of what I knew at the time. That's the lower entry level. You can exactly. sort of like try that out. You're not risking a lot of your own cash in a rent to yeah. rent, are you? So, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get that. So that's where I kind of started off and I knew there was more to it. You know, yeah, I knew yeah, there was yeah. somewhere else I wanted to go. But until you start diverse, like getting involved in until it. Until you know. You, yeah, until you know, you, you don't know, obviously, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like everyone wants to be an entrepreneur, but they don't want to put all the work into getting it. Did there. you always have like, like have a feeling in yourself like you always wanted to be like different you always yeah want, like starting your own business ain't easy no no of do you course know what not, I mean? yeah. uh, and, and and you know taking risks and going into something new that you don't know mm. isn't easy yeah but what what do you what if you could put your finger on something I mean, what's what's been the thing for you that's given you that confidence to be able to go yeah you know what i don't care i'm gonna do it i think it might come down to my dad not having the financial security when he passed away. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. see what I mean? Because he didn't yeah, have the financial yeah. security at all. And you know I got... what? Yeah, now you've mentioned it. Like, I think maybe I've got a bit of that because when my dad died, he mm. had nothing. Yeah, nothing. Same, yeah, like he like nothing. Like he had. Yeah. I think he had. I think he had nine hundred pound. Mate, exactly the same in his bank, and oh. that was it. Yeah, no savings, no fucking money stuffed in a pillowcase. Mm. Nothing. Yeah, exactly the nothing, same, mate. mate. I think my uncle managed to get like a couple grand from insurance or something. I don't know where he managed to yeah, get but it from. But, nothing, is it? but he had nothing. He had yeah, nothing yeah, in his yeah, bank. Yeah, he was, yeah. he was literally How old was he when he died? He was fifty-two. Yeah, mine was mine was forty-two. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's not that far in, yeah. in ages. But you'd think by I mean, I'm 30, 34. 
right? By the time I'm 42, mm. if I fucking die when I'm 42, I'm going to make sure my kids have got something. Exactly, more, yeah. More than 700 quid. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, mean, I think that's where it comes from, mate. Yeah. I think it's exactly the same thing. I'm just like, I can't leave my family in that same situation. I can't do it. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. because we've gone through that, we know exactly how it is. We know exactly how it feels. We're kind of like, nah, I can't do that. Yeah. I can't put them in the exact same situation as that. But for people who haven't been in that situation, they're just kind of living day to day. Like maybe, no, I've got no reason not to like it or I've got all the utmost respect for people working in like the warehouse jobs or the low end jobs, things like that. But yeah. when you're doing that and you're comfortable, you don't realise the potential you can actually be getting to. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Where if you're just living day to day, and I know a lot of my family, family members are, they're all doing the same thing, lower end jobs, things like that, and they're just yeah, thinking yeah, of the yeah. next paycheck or I can go on holiday next month because I've got a bit of a bonus now. Yeah, yeah. They don't think about what happens if this happens. You yeah, know, what if, happens if that company closes down and you've got fuck all so, and you've got no job? Exactly. Well, they start automating everything and get robots in the warehouse and you ain't got which a is, job anymore. Which is coming, mate. Which is happening. Yeah. It's like, happening now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, what would like, you do then? Like, that's what I mean. Like, get to like 50 years old and think, oh, I've paid my mortgage off now. I'm going to sound like, yeah. mate, come on. Like. Yeah. You just spend, oh, yeah, but then you, then you think, oh, I got, you get to like 50, 60, you paid your mortgage off and then you're like, oh, I'd quite like to live my life now. So then you yeah. go, and then you pull it, and then they go and pull equity out of their houses. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Then, hang on a minute. Yeah. So you, so, do you know what I'm yeah, saying? It's, saying like, yeah. it's a false economy, isn't it? Yeah, it's 100%, a massive man. false economy. Yeah, I've got massive opinions on all this kind of thing. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, all the family members, like, when it comes to like what we're just talking about, like when people have all this equity in their house, they don't think about what they could actually be doing with it to yeah, not yeah. have to work their jobs. Yeah, yeah, They're more yeah. thinking about, oh, five years' time, I've paid it off. I'm sound. I'm free. Yeah, I'm free. I can do what I want. But, mate, you're 65. Yeah. You're not going to go skiing, are you? Yeah, you've you're just not... worked your whole life to pay for that one thing that you're probably going to enjoy for 10 years before exactly. you die. If you've got 10 years. If you've got 10 yeah. years at 65. And these yeah, yeah. days, I mean, people are generally living a bit longer, but do you know what I mean? In, it's not not nah. the, not the way to do it, in my nah. opinion. Like, no way. I don't want to be fucking paying down a mortgage when I'm 65 and then worrying about not paying it off. Exactly. Yeah. Because I know, you know, I've got family members that are, that are doing exactly that. Yeah. Like well into their 50s and like got mortgages on properties and I've got like can't get a, a full term mortgage. They have to get like obviously a higher interest rate mm. over a shorter period of time because of their age. Yeah, because they're older. Yeah. So they're over 50. Because mm. obviously, you know, when you get past 50. They look at it like, well, you're like two thirds of the way through your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like the fact is, you haven't got that amount of time to pay that amount of money back off. So. Yeah. And then that puts stress on them because they've like, well, in their head, right? They've got that limiting mindset, yeah. Which we were just talking about, like, got to own this property, got to mm. get on this property ladder, mm. yeah. And like I, I said to them, like, because uh, they're actually one of my one of that's my family member, but his dad uh, has just died. Uh, recently and he's like oh, I'm going to get a little bit of inheritance we'll be looking at about 50, 60k and I, he was like I'm going to just like probably like, put it into this house we've just got a mortgage on and do it right up and I was like what are you doing mm. I was like obviously spend uh, a little bit of that like mm. to do it up yeah I was like but get the fuck out of that house you're in rent it out mm. and then go and buy another one exactly with yeah. that money you've got that 60k alright alright spend 15 or 20 in the house that you've got mm. you know buff on a fluff whatever mm. bit of paint here and there and whatever Go and buy another house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And live in... Because what he's moaning about is, is the house that he's in at the moment, he's not happy with. Right. And I'm like, well, because it was like, all they could get for the money they had at the time. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, look, just suffer it for a year. When you get that money through, just tart it up. Yeah. And then move out, rent it out. 
go and buy something that you do want to live in. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then the rent that you're earning from that's going to cover a bit of your mortgage and your mortgage payments will be reduced. So you don't have to work as hard. Yeah. And he was like, "Fucking hell, that's yeah. what an idea!" <laughs> and he's fifty fucking five, man. Mad, and I'm like, it? mate, you're fucking. I know. It's like, how do they not know about this? That's what, what baffles you, me. But you, yeah, but you're not like. You're not taught it, are you? Well, that's the thing. You're not the... taught it at school how to how to buy a house or how to mm. manage money, mm. are you? No, you're not taught. Because no. I weren't. No, no, no one's. And they should be now. Like this is the sort of thing they should be telling in school, like how to manage money, how to multiply your money, hundred percent. How how to actually have assets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How to retain the assets and make money from the assets. Yeah, definitely. Whereas people are just thinking, oh, I'm just going to buy one house and live my life sound. Like, yeah, I'm going to work my job till I die. I'm going to take my lovely pension that gives, yeah. me, gives me £150 a month and I'm going to live life. Do you know oh, what exactly. I mean? Exactly, yeah, yeah. I'm going to live life at 65 with yeah. my £150 a month pension and the house I've only just managed <laughs> to buy. Yeah, I, mate, I, I don't understand it. And I've always had that mindset because I'm like, no one the fuck is going to look after me when I'm older. Exactly. No yeah. cunt. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I've always thought that since I was young. Like I've always thought, well, I'm responsible for me. Like, however I... However I do it, I'm going to make sure that I'm going to be comfortable. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And when I was younger, I used to think I'd do anything to do that. Like I'd mm. do all sorts of yeah, crazy stuff shit. that yeah. you shouldn't be doing. No, exactly. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like Now I'm building houses and stuff, but it's different. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like When um, when it comes to social media, that's what I love so much about it because it's not people might see me putting stuff on there and they're thinking, oh, what's he trying to sell me now, for example? But yeah. my main focus on there is to try and educate people on what I already know. Yeah. Like, I not, may not know everything. everything I need to know, or you know what I mean, like, what, everything they need to know maybe, but I can yeah. give you a good insight as to what I've already learned yeah. on my experiences as to what you should be, or what I think you should be That's doing. That's what I try and do. Yeah, like I'm not trying to sell you what I'm trying to do next. Like yeah. I'm just trying to give you my opinion on it. Yeah, yeah, Whether yeah. you think it's right or not, if you can take that I'm telling salt, you that's a live experience and you either listen to it or not. Yeah, it's yeah. It's one of them ones. Exactly. And a lot of people don't listen to it. Yeah. There might be one out of a, a hundred who think, ah, oh, do you know what? Actually, he's got a point. And I've had a few people message me like, oh, do you know what? That's actually a really good idea. I'm going to do something about it kind of thing. I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Well, you should, mate, because if you've got all that equity in your house, you need to use that yeah. rather than living till you're 60 and then thinking about it. Oh, I've just paid my mortgage off. Now I can do this and that. Like, you can do it now. Yeah, yeah. So stop messing about. Like, you can yeah. do it now. You've got all that money sat in there. Yeah. Just use it. Grow your money that's coming in. Yeah. And you'll be able to live the life you want. Exactly. And they yeah. just don't, a lot of them don't see it because they're just stuck in the same way as everyone else. Yeah, but that's, that is social conditioning for you, isn't it? Yeah, that is, yeah. And that is how we've been, we've we've all been uh, brought up. If you've been brought up through the public, like normal schools or normal mm. working class family, you are conditioned to be like that. Yeah. You are conditioned to go to work, to work, train for a job that you probably don't really like. Mm. Or pick the best of a bunch of shitty jobs that, or opportunities mm. that you don't necessarily like, mm. but you pick the one that you're best at, mm. which is generally what happens, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. honestly, like when I was at school and they were like, you know, at the end and you got the options and they're like, yeah. I mean, the one, the only things I was really, really drawn to, I would, to be honest, I weren't even in school at the time of GCSEs, but I, I, it was music. And uh, and art, but and that wasn't stuff that was probably going to earn me fucking money straight out of school. No, it was just stuff that I was interested in. What you wanted to do, innit? it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I liked. Do you know what I mean? But then none of that was going to fucking start paying my bills or, or or teach me anything when I left school. It was just all like they just pushed you out into the world, didn't they? And mm. then like 
Well, they expect a certain thing from them, don't they? Like, go to uni. Yeah. Go to college. Go get yourself in debt. Yeah, go in a shitload of debt as well. Yeah. Like, a little bit of debt. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's a yeah. lot of it's debt. a lot of debt. What you're paying over a lot of years. Yeah, yeah. But um, you've trained for 10 years to be a certain profession, and then all of a sudden you're paying that for 20 years. Yeah. They want you to be that way. That's the government. They That's want you to I'm be saying. a certain way. They yeah. want you to, they want to put, put you in a box with a lid on it. Mm, right? Yeah. Where you can get so high, and then you hit the ceiling, and then you're like a fly trying to get out of the jar, banging your yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's that's just, what they want from you. Yeah, they, yeah. Want, they want you to be in the banking system. They want to be able to use your money to do X with it, and then you just sit there happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's what they want from it. Yeah, I mean, even running a business is a bit like fucking backwards, isn't it? Because of that, I mean, you you probably know like, like I do, running any sort of construction related business and the amount of taxes that we pay. Yeah, it's fucking, it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? It's like fucking VAT. You got fucking. Oh, there's so many. I can't remember. Yeah, you it's know mad, I mean? mate. Yeah, the corporation tax. Yeah. You've got. Uh, um, uh, all sorts. There's fucking it? so many. I Literally can't every off, single yeah. avenue that you're drawing yeah. money, you're getting taxed on it. Yeah, it's like the accountant bums up something else next month. Like, oh, do you know you got to pay this? Like, yeah. no, I didn't. But okay, yeah. there goes another two grand. Oh. That's what I'm saying. So even running a business as such is is a bit of a. It's a bit backwards, isn't it? Really, in this country. Mm, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because of all the taxations yeah. due down to it. Yeah. They're just trying to, even if you like the higher earn that, they're trying to take like fifty percent. That's all. a fucking joke, isn't it? It's madness, mate. I mean, you see, I've listened to a lot of Rob Moore as well, yeah, a lot, lot of his stuff, and like he was saying about he's probably going to move away to another country and all this because of the taxation in this country. Don't blame him. They put they are pushing millionaires and billionaires out, out of the country. Money yeah. away. It's kind of like they just want the lower end people just yeah. paying into the system. Yeah. See you later, big boys. Like we don't want you anymore. Yeah. You've got loads of money. We're just gonna you just go live. In the bar or something like yeah 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 that's the way a lot of it's going isn't it you're getting yeah. a lot of higher flyers mm. that are going places like dubai because yeah, the tax like yeah. they don't pay i don't think they pay any tax in dubai really no, no. They like, don't. you know what i mean who's gonna say no to that if you've got money to go move in dubai you're gonna move to dubai let's let's take it seriously yeah right? yeah yeah like it's hot out there it's a nice country yeah yeah what? Why wouldn't you? Can still opera- yeah. You can still operate as you are in England, yeah. out there, exactly. while your business is still running over in this country, yeah. still making you money. Yeah, yeah, so they're just pushing everyone out and just, yeah. Yeah. You keep paying Because you've money. earned that money while you've been living in Dubai, you don't pay tax on it. No. Which is it's a crazy fucking loophole, isn't it, really? It's mad, mate. I don't, know, I don't know what they're thinking, coming up with all these ideas. Like, no, just, I don't get it, really. It's fucking mad, isn't it? So, I don't really understand, but yeah. Yeah, I th- mate, it's a madness, really. So what's what's next for you? I mean, where where you're at now with your, you know you want to yeah. looking at development plots and things like that. What's what's yeah. next for you? What's yeah. So my biggest goals for me, what I've put out on social media and stuff like that, is that I want to be like I want to be a multi. Well, I want to be a millionaire by the time I'm thirty. So I've got three years to hit that. Okay. Um, and whether that's liquid, I don't want. Well, I won't, won't be liquid because I don't want assets. liquid. I want assets. You know what yeah, I mean? Because yeah, what yeah. liquid is nothing. You well, can't liquid, you're only going to plough back into an asset anyway. Yeah, exactly. So I don't want it liquid. I want it in property. But my main focus is to build out on obviously development property, like finding bits of land, developing on the bits of land, maybe five units. The latest ones like nine units. We're looking at. Um, we've got another one where we're like joint venturing with the landowner as well. We're looking to do so. If I haven't got to purchase that bit of land, we're just working with them with it. You yeah. know, and that that is my next thing because like what we said earlier, like from sort of a few years ago, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Whereas when it came into developing, I was like, this is me. Like mm. this is what I want to do. I didn't when I got into rent to rent. I started doing like with other people, like looking at coaching and things like that. Yeah. And um, we started doing a little bit of that with this other this other company. 
And it was like, I remember we went and met them. There was like five of us. And I was like, look, we want you to be our coaches, things like that. And I remember me and Dave was really up for it. And I was just like, I don't know about this, man. This is not me. Like, I can't yeah, make yeah, all yeah. my money being, I'm not someone's bitch, basically. Yeah. Like, I'm my own person. Like, if yeah, I'm going to yeah, do yeah. something, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and do it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. whether that's on my own or what, like, yeah. this is me. Like, I can't be doing this for someone else. So when it comes to developing, I was like, yeah, boom, this is this is a bit of me. This is, I can make serious money doing it. Whereas when I was in construction, I was doing electrical work and I was thinking, I had a few, like, we had a few, like, working for us. I was like, I can't make a, the money I need to earn doing this. Yeah. Like, the money's not here, mate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mate, I, feel, I, I experienced the same. I had 30 blokes, over 30 blokes working for me okay, no, okay. about five years ago. <coughs> so, and even that, like, stressful as fuck it was stressful as fuck. Mm. And the money, like, it weren't, it weren't all that, mate. Mm. But I look back and I think that was year, I think that year we turned over 1.4 million. And like, bearing in mind, we are literally like me, my wife, that's it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. We got like a team, we had a team yeah. of blokes working for us. For, I think 32, turned over 1.4 or something that year, which, boom, tur- I know turnover's vanity, but it sounds good. Mm. But then when I sat down with, with our accountant at the end of the tax year and looked at it and we only had like, I think it was about 150 grand profit. Mm. I was like, what? From, from that turnover, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's mad, isn't it? I was like, fuck. Like, yeah, where the fuck's that gone? And that was just like a really busy year as well. And mm. I, I, felt, I felt like I'd been really busy that year anyway. But I bet you pushed yourself proper for, to yeah, get that amount. You know yeah, what I mean? I did. Like to stressful yeah, days. To turn over that money. 12 hour days. Like, now, it was yeah. literally every day, all day. 12 hours was a half a day. Mm. Do you get me? It, mm. was, it was like that. And um, yeah, that, that was like the turning point for me, I suppose, when I thought, what am I doing? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, don't get me wrong. I was like, it felt like, because the money was always there. Mm. Cash flow was good. Mm. I, I could always do what I wanted to when I wanted to do it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. having, you know, for anyone, 150, 200 grand a year is good money. Yeah, of course it is, yeah. For a lot of people. <clears throat> do you know what I mean? And I was living all right. And that's why I think I was in that full sense of security because I was, I weren't struggling. Do you mm. know what I mean? I was fucking, I had five holidays that year. Mm. I was loving it and fucking, and then I sat down at the end of the year and thought, yeah, okay, that's been a fucking tough year mm. work-wise and it feels like I've been relentless working. Mm. Let's see the figures. And then yeah. boom, and it was like not even like 10% and I was just like, Phew. made me feel like shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? All like, the work you put into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know and I, mean? I just thought, you know what? I was like, why the fuck am I doing this? Do you mm. know what I mean? Because I can't keep doing this year in, year out. Yeah, it's a lot of mean? work, mate. Yeah, 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 100%, man. Even just, I wasn't even doing nowhere near that. And I was still got to the point where I was like, this ain't going to make me what I need to make. Like, yeah. I had like two lads, I mean. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's fucking nowhere near what you had. So. Yeah. But I, I was under this illusion. That, well, not illusion, because I knew that it weren't earning me like millions, mm. but I knew that it would earn me a living and mm. I'd do all right out of it. So that's that was sort of like, you know, I come from. Uh, a normal council estate family, never had a fucking business lesson, never learnt nothing like mm. that. So I've been learning as I've been going along this whole time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I, I just thought, when I, when I realised that, I was like, nah, that's not good. Mm. Like anyone with half a brain can work out that fucking, that's a pretty shitty market. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Especially for the amount of work I was doing. That's the thing yeah, that done it for me. Yeah. It was like, okay, yeah, that, that, that yearly wage, like 160 odd grand, was mm. good if you're just working nine to five for that money. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. I weren't. He was working, grafting. Every day. day like, yeah. Every day. Like, and up until like eight, nine, ten o'clock at night, quoting and doing all this and fucking all that shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can put your time into obviously a bigger project where you can... Yeah. You can put in the same amount of time, but the returns are massive compared yeah. to... That's what doing I the work on site, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And that's <laughs> what I learned. And that's when, when I got into development and started the business with my partners and 
started leveraging it out and realised that I tell, what was key for me, I don't know if you'd agree, but I don't know if you were at that stage yet, or you probably have realised it, that like admitting to yourself what you're not good at is really important. Oh, yeah. 100%, like, yeah. Highlighting your weaknesses is fucking massively important, don't yeah, you think? Yeah, yeah, massively. Like, like, I've read a few books and it kind of outlines exactly the same thing. It's like I've read the, the, the latest one I've read is like Millionaire Master Planet is. Yeah. And it basically tells you what sort of, which uh, place you're at or what sort of personality you've got. Yeah. And it's like this, this person's a blaze and they sh- they, they're good at this. So they're good at meeting people or doing it, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And this person's good at this. So you need to help like, get them you on board. You need one to... of them people. Yeah, with exactly. You, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, you need yeah. this person to help you do that because you can't do that as well as that person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, 100% that's massive, mate, because you can't do all of those things. Like if you're not illiterate or you're not good at spreadsheets, things like that, yeah. why do get it? Get someone that is. Get someone who knows what they're doing with it, mate, because it's going to be so much more. Um, efficient efficient that's it a lot more efficient with it rather than you're trying to do it and trying to make it work and spending two hours when they'll spend like 10 minutes when you're doing like a sub like like your output's going to be fucking subpar isn't it really if you can't do you're trying to do everything yeah the likelihood is that you're not going to be giving everything your 100% yeah yeah exactly because you don't like it for starters yeah one because you don't like it and two because you can't fucking do it anyway yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so what what, what have you noticed I mean what's your you know what have you realised to be your biggest weakness or the thing that you're not so good at that you're either trying to improve on mm. or that you've realised that you can, you know, leverage out to someone else? Uh, the biggest thing for me, because my sort of personality is like, I like to go and talk to people and meet people and, um, you know, talk, just building a good relationship with other people around me. So when it comes to like paperwork, spreadsheets, being illiterate with like numbers and stuff, I'm detail. shit at that. Yeah, de- yeah, I'm shit at detail. Yeah. Awful, mate. Just ask my wife. She hates me for yeah, it. But, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm shit with that sort of stuff. So that's when Dave is quite good at that as well. So he's good at like looking at numbers, figuring stuff out. Yeah. I'm just like, crack on, mate, because I you hate it. You do that. Yeah, you do that, mate. You deal with all the certificates or whatever else we do as well. And I'll just concentrate on talking to customers or whatever. I'll get the work. I'll you know do what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what it is, mate, because I just can't deal with that stuff, mate. It just rattles my brain. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think that's the biggest thing for me is more like being illiterate with numbers and the, the finer bits on the paper. I just hate it. Yeah. So I'd rather just be out there finding the work and just being active. Yeah. You know, even if it's not always proactive, like to be out there and just doing something. Because yeah. if I'm sat down, like just not doing anything, I feel like I need to go do something. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I need yeah. to get out of the house or whatever. Do you think it's been a good thing having a, a business partner? Yeah. If you're on the same, if you're on the same wavelength. If yeah. you can, um, you have to learn to kind of um, compromise sometimes or, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you know, you need to know where each other's boundaries are. Be or, willing to listen to the other yeah, person as well. Yeah, because I can be quite, like, pushy, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm very like, right, we're doing this, mate. And he's sometimes he's like, oh, what about this? I'm like, yeah, but we need to do this, <laughs> mate. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, all right, we'll, we'll do that then. We'll go with it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I can be quite... Pushy. Forceful, yeah. Assertive. Yeah, assertive, mate, yeah, because I kind of, I know where I want to be, you know what I mean? I know exactly where I want to go. I don't like, are you good at being told? Nah. Nah. Will you be told? I will be told. Yeah, like if my it, wife it, tells me, it takes something inside yeah. you to let yourself be told. It does be, yeah. Like, like I like that. to be, I like to be right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. If I'm going somewhere, I'm like, nah, but this is what we're doing. And but even, like, yeah, but if if you know that, like you've say you've suggested something, yeah. You, but then you like in that scenario, you 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 find out that you're wrong. Will yeah. you admit you're wrong? Yeah, but it hurts, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I admit mean. I'm wrong. You know what I mean? Because he'll like, in a roundabout yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's this, but I still, I'm still right about that. Yeah, I'm yeah, still, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you try and justify it. Yeah, somehow. yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, obviously I've got to be told sometimes, mate. Because I'm not always right, are we? But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very like, let's do, let's do this, mate. And then yeah. he's, he's good at it to be taking it. To be fair, he's kind of like, yeah, let's do that. And then you know what I mean? It goes with it. So if it was both the same as me, it would never work. That's the thing. I think 
as long I mean I I've found it as long as you you can complement each other and you're not like the same types of people because mm. I mean with my my guys we're like all very different mm, very, which is good very different like I'm the fucking hothead I'm mm. the one who'll fly off and fucking mm. I'm like you I'm fucking I'm doing yeah, it like yeah, this yeah. way we're doing it like that <laughs> do you know what I mean and the guys are like whoa like no, you thought about this? Like, listen, you thought about that. Yeah. And, but what what's been really good for me to work with them them guys that are like that is that now I'm a little bit more like that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I'm still me, and I'm still like, no fucking. If I think we should yeah. do it this way, we'll do it this way. Yeah. But then I'm really quick to if they like pipe up and go, oh no, mate, and I'm like, mm, yeah, all right, okay, mm. cool, cool. Talk to me, tell me more. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly that. Yeah, you gotta I'll, be willing to take it on board as well. Yeah, yeah. I never, I used to be, but I used to think I knew it all. Like when mm. I was younger, I'd, I'd be like, nah, fucking yeah. like, bollocks. Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, same, yeah. Now I've realised the value in like listening to other people's opinions. Yeah. I and think that's maturity, isn't it? I think I yeah, just got 100%, older, you, mate. You know and realising secretly, even if you don't admit to everyone yeah. that you're not always right. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? As yeah. long as you're admitting it to yourself up here. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Maybe I have a word wrong. with yourself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I have to do sometimes. Yeah. Take myself out of the room and I'm like, just fucking listen to what yeah. yeah, yeah. listen to what they're saying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Go I think back. when you're so focused on what you want to achieve, though, yeah, what you're you just can, saying, you kind of like... That can be quite... I think it can be quite detrimental, though. Yeah, it can be. so like, you know like you said tunnel vision on something mm. which I do believe you've got to be like sometimes but then I, I think you've got to know when to switch that off mm. yeah you do do you not think yeah 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 you've got to know like if someone's got an opinion on something you've got to be willing to take that on board or if you're literally doing something that is just wrong and it's just gonna yeah fuck it right up yeah even like you're focused on your goal you're so focused that you can't see that what you're doing is going to land you in a whole heap of shit yeah because I've been there mm. do you know what I mean and mm. I've had to listen to other people and sometimes haven't listened to other people when I should have and got my fingers burnt. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But you've learned from and yeah, that's yeah, probably yeah. why you take more opinions on board now. That, that's exactly it. Yeah. Because I used to think that I knew everything and that I was just going to make the right decision all the time. Mm. Even if I did, even if I weren't educated. Mm. Do you know what I mean? On, on said subject that I was making a decision on. Mm. Do you get me? Yeah, yeah. Thought yeah. I knew it all. Oh yeah, I know a little bit about that. I've got, I've got enough to do that, make that decision. Mm. When really I should have fucking sat back and thought about it, mm, yeah, or listened yeah. to this person that was actually giving me a good bit of advice and wasn't being a dickhead. Yeah, even though you think that at the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You hundred percent think that about it all the time. Thinking who's this clown trying to tell me that? And I think about it in the van, I'm thinking, nah, maybe he was right actually. Yeah. <laughs> you do know you, what I mean? Do you so. ever get that from um, from people that you're close to? I call it toxic positivity. So what you mean, like people? Having... People who will say like, oh yeah, I'm fucking. You know, really proud of you, but you need to be careful with what you're doing. Yeah, we we'll get that call. Oh, a lot. oh I, I love. I, I'm really proud of you, but I, I don't. I don't think this. You should be doing this. Yeah. Well, to be fair, my dad used to give me a lot of that. Did he? He did used to give me a lot of that. He, used to, he kind of held me back in some places, like, oh, you shouldn't be really be doing that because of this. Yeah. And I did take it on board then. Yeah. And then I kind of, as I grew older, I kind of just didn't listen to anyone else then because I didn't even have that person there. But yeah, even now, yeah. like, I say for my wife's parents, they're like, oh, you need to be careful because you might burn out and things like that. I'm like. Nah, nah, I know what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm going myself. for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, I always, yeah. Or people will come in and say, oh, yeah, because this and that, but have you thought about this? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, well, I've thought about that. I know exactly what I'm doing yeah. and I'm going for it kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you do get them people coming around me and saying, but I don't really, if someone tries to keep You don't me, let it affect you. No, nah, I don't let it affect me. No, because I've got to a point now where, like I was saying, I know my goals. Yeah. I know where I'm going. Yeah. They're not on the same wavelength as me. Yeah. Like, they, and it's almost like people always say to me like and it's true 
how can you take advice from someone who's never done what you're doing? Exactly that, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or never never aspire to reach the goals or the heights that you're trying to reach. How yeah. can you how can you take advice off that person? Exactly. It's like when you were saying another you were saying another podcast when you, I was listening to earlier and you said like um when someone says money can't make you happy bullshit money I, can I definitely make me happy bullshit, you know what i mean but like yeah. you say like the people who always say that the people a, who haven't got broke. money yeah 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 because yeah, they've never had it yeah and that's all i've ever heard it from is people with no money i've never heard a rich man come up to me and say money won't, won't make you happy, happy mate. Like, it will mate yeah exactly it's, but, that, that, that's only said by people that have had to seek happiness in other things because they can't mm, make money yeah to get me 100 percent. that's yeah. fine look not everyone out there like just to just to reinforce that message it's like i'm not expecting everyone out there that's listening to this or may listen to this to be like a business person or want to go out and make millions of pounds because not everyone's got them aspirations do you no. know what i mean a lot yeah. of people are happy with um you know uh, um, spiritual success mm. do you know they take a different yeah. stance on success to, to people like me and you that might be money driven and mm. it's not it's not necessarily like money driven but I do mm. like money yeah yeah well but the thing for money is that it gives freedom freedom that's what that's, I want that's exactly what I, I want, want yeah. I want the ability probably not like yourself because you've got a young family as well I want the ability to watch my kids grow up that's it and my my, <laughs> my mum and my mum used to work her tits off when mm. I was a kid and no doubt probably missed out on a lot of stuff that a lot of parents miss out on because they've got to go to work, mm. they've got to earn the bread, they've got to feed the kids, they've got to do this, they've got to do that. Mm. The stresses in society that we've got as parents, mm. I don't want that pressure. No, that's exactly I want it. to be comfortable in a position, like I'm probably speaking for you as well here, mm. where I can sit back and watch my kids grow up. Yeah, exactly. Not that, look yeah. back and wish that I'd watched them grow yeah. up. Yeah. That's it. Cause Do you not think? Yeah, because I, I got that from experience as well. Because when yeah. I was younger, obviously, I, my dad was working like two, three jobs maybe. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. Like, he was out. I never was seen never him. My yeah, real well, dad was never about. See, they didn't even get to spend time nah. with him either. They know nah. what I mean? So you want to spend that time with your kids now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's from them experiences, like from my experiences as well, to now, is I know exactly what I want for my children. Like, yeah, because know, you know how it feels yeah. to be that child. Exactly. It? And it ain't nice, is it? When, no, you, yeah. when you're young and you feel like... Man, like confused, and yeah. like, you haven't got that support behind you. You haven't got that role model. Yeah, like, that's pretty fucking shit feeling. Yeah, as a yeah, kid. yeah. I remember a few feelings like when I was younger. Like I say, if we go to a football match, right? Yeah. But a few things got like, stuck in my head from when I was go younger. On, go you on, know what I mean? So you go to like, say, you're playing a football match with all, like you're, I don't know, ten years old, and you got all your other mates around you. Their dads are there, and their mums there, cheering them on. That all you around, around the side of the pitch. Yeah, and you look around, and your dad's not here. They're thinking, fucking hell. Yeah. Where's again. my dad? Yeah. You know what I mean? What like, I just. I just want him to be there. I want that person to cheer me on there yeah. and it'll give me that extra push. Yeah. And a lot of times he wasn't really there to to be there to push me. He was never present. He no. Might, he might have been around and he might have been... Yeah. You might have been able to go and see him if you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The, the fact is that he, he wasn't present. Yeah. Like maybe you come and pick me up after and think, I don't want you to come fucking pick me up. I want you to be there and watch, watch me, me play. and push me with it. You know what I mean? Whereas everyone else's dad's like, yeah, go on, son. Yeah, half time yeah, on that. Yeah. Like, well done, mate. If yeah. you fuck, I'll just grab your phone, mate. Yeah. 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 So that's how I know now. You I'll, don't want that. For no, I know exactly what I'm going to do for Charlie right now. And I've got another one on the way. So I know exactly how I'm going to benefit them when they're growing up. Like, yeah. I know what I want to do. Like, yeah, I've got yeah. tunnel vision on that as well. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I know yeah. exactly how I'm going to go about it. Because I've thought so much about it because of that effect it's had on me when I was younger. Yeah. You see what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a benefit to them because they haven't had to go through what I went through when I was younger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. 
that's how some of the things I've gone through I've, I've, I don't regret because I've learned a lot from it and I know exactly how I'm gonna yeah I mean I, 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 I ask that question to a lot of people and it's like a lot of people have got my, my sort of response to it what do you regret and I don't really regret much mm. because if I was to go back and do things differently then I probably wouldn't be who I am now yeah exactly. I, mean? I think everything you go through and what you experience shapes you as a person mm. through childhood shapes you into the adult that you that you turn out to be, yeah. Well, ultimately, what you go through every day shapes you, as you. Because we're, I think we're we're ever evolving, aren't we? Mm. Just because you, you reach a certain age in life, it doesn't mean that you're going to be more or less mature than someone who's the same age or similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, I think exactly. we're ever evolving all yeah. the time with mm. every day and every yeah, every day's conscious, a day, isn't it? conscious moment that we're awake, we're evolving. Yeah, I think. yeah. Every day you're sitting here doing these it? with people like yourself evolves me because yeah. it's like. I'll sit here and listen to people all day long, and mm. be honest with you, it's 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 actually like changed my way of thinking. I've only been doing it for a couple of months, mm. but just sitting here talking to other people and listening to other people, it's just like it changes my way of thinking. Has it? Yeah. Yeah. How how has it changed it? Oh, it's done. Oh, it's, it's this has done this for me. I'd say it's probably been a slow progression of. Um, since I started getting into the networking property space a few years back. Because mm. before that, again, I was the sort of person that no one could tell me nothing. Do you know what I mean? Mm. About anything. Like, I was fucking, like, closed ears, big mouth. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But now, I'm totally the opposite. I've still got a fucking big mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but I will, I will listen to, mm. to anyone and anything now. Mm. And I'll be the first to sort of question something that I'm saying, like, is there another way, actually? Now I've said that. Mm. Is there a different way of looking at it? Whereas before, mm. if I said something, that would be like, boom, one trap mine, that is it. Boom, laser beam. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But now I'm a lot more like, I'd question my own thoughts sometimes. Like I'll say something or mm. I'll do something and I'll be like, oh, I don't, I don't know yeah. about that. Do you know what I mean? Saying, yeah. Whereas 10 years ago, I would not be like that. Mm. And, that and I think just being around other people that are open-minded mm. and, you know... Yeah. Well, I, I like helps. talking to people like yourself, 100%, because I love how you're opinionated on your own... Yeah. On your own background, on your own subjects, because it's good to have a discussion with people who are very opinionated on what they believe in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that's how I learn as well. That's, like, how, that's, we, that's how we grow, Yeah, isn't it? exactly. So when you're just talking to someone, it's not the same, you know what yeah. I mean? Because... Yeah, so it's, it does really help, like, talking to someone like yourself, because... Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, you're opinionated, and you, I like what you're talking about. You know what I mean? That's the reason I'm here today, because yeah. I watched a lot of your podcasts and stuff, and it benefited me up till now, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I hope this does it for other people, just having you sat here today, and people that realise that they can do... They can do things, mm. but I do think, like... You, you've either got it or you haven't. Yeah, and, and I, I, I don't agree. think I don't. Would you agree? I don't think desire can be taught. No, it can't be. You have to have that hunger. Yeah, yeah, ha that has to derive from somewhere. Yeah. You can't. I don't think you can just be born with a hunger. You, you have can to... harness that energy. Yeah, like that that energy might be in your in yeah. you somewhere, but that might be coming out in a negative way somewhere mm. else. And you probably can harness harness mm. energy. You can. That's a mm. thing, and I believe that. But can you teach desire? Mm. I mean, it's like hanging around the five people you want to become, ain't it? Like, yeah, exactly. I suppose, yeah. that, like you just said, then, like you can harness that energy from those sorts of people you want to. Yeah. Whereas if you're hanging around with a load of like Scrotums. drug addicts, you know what I mean? You're gonna end up like them. Gonna, yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas if you're surrounding yourself by those 
individuals, you're going to learn from them and you're going to harness If you're that it. sort of person, though. Well, yeah, you might just think, fuck them, I'm going to go meet my ex again. You know yeah, because if, if you're closed off and you'll just sit there and, mm. you'll, and you'll listen to it, but then you won't, you've got to act on it. You've got to take mm. action, haven't you? Yeah. You can't just expect to hang around with people and things just happen. Well, to no, you, yeah, you've got to have to actually. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, it yeah. does take an element of, right, okay, True. Yeah. I'm going to do this. I mean, you could go and sit, like, you could go and pay. A ridiculous, like just I heard you mention Rob Moore. You could go and pay, you could go and pay sixty grand a year to get mentored by Rob Moore. Mm. Yeah, but if you're going to spend that sixty grand and then not actually go out and action the things that he's telling you to do as a mentor, or you're not going to take the action that you should be taking, mm. then that sixty grand you might as well just gone and spent on bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know exactly. what I mean? Like, get no benefit. Yeah. And, I, and I think it is genuinely down to each individual person. Yeah, I think you're right there. On how, and I mean, no one can see, no one can guarantee success in anything. No. Like you know, and a lot of these people say, like like these tra- not training courses, and I'm not going to point the finger at any one individual here, but because a lot of them do it. Mm. Come and do this. You'll never work again. Leave your job. Come and do this full time. Mm. No money down. Use other people's money. Blah, 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 blah. Like, yes, that's possible to do, but can you do it? Yeah, you have to have that hunger like do you're you saying. Get me? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, anyone can do it, but then it should say underneath in really small letters, but only if you've got the hunger to yeah. do it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, anyone can do it, but only if you've got the hunger. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're just <clears> one of them people who just thinks that doing this course is going to give you all the answers. It will give you the information that you need and maybe give you the tools that you need, mm. but it's not going to give you the drive. No, you got whacked on it's it. It's not going to give you the desire. Mm. It's not going to give you that, is mm. it? No, 100%, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. that's where I think like a lot of this is, um, a lot of smoke and mirrors go on in this sort of space where you know, you're you're told that, yeah, I'll come and do this course, it'll fucking change your life, and mm. all this, that, and the other. Like, I truly think it's down to the individual. Yeah, I'd love to see the stat on the amount of people who go into a course, pay for the education, and the amount of people actually come out of it with something. And actually do something. Yeah. That's the difference. And I, mate, you'd, I think you'd be fucking shocked. Yeah, I'd love to see it, just to see how many people actually crack on with it yeah. and get something done. Mate, I reckon you'd be, I reckon we'd both be shocked. Yeah. Because I reckon <laughs> I've got a good idea, but I reckon it's probably worse than I think it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right I mean? as well, yeah. Honestly, like, the actual people that have gone on to be successful they're always held on a pedestal mm. oh look at this person they've done they've, they've done successful they've gone and done 250 grand on their first deal mm. alright okay cool how much of that 250 grand was interest mm. and how much of that 250 grand was solicitors fees mm, it goes how, down, how yeah. much of that 250 grand did they have to spend in fucking interest mm. oh hang on a minute so that 250 grand isn't actually profit it's actually 100 grand they've made. yeah yeah right it, which isn't no, <clears> anyway, it's no problem man do you know what I mean like after we, we made on, on our first bungalow we did we made um, yeah we had to pay an investor back but if you would consider the profit as a whole number we made 168,000 pound off a bungalow which is good money yeah brilliant money do you know yeah. what I mean? Absolutely amazing money. So it can be done. Mm. I'm telling you it can be done. Mm. But like, it's not as easy as people make it out to be. No. That it, is the problem. It does make it does look like it's a lot easier than it is. And that's the way to sell the courses, isn't it? Yeah, of course it day. is. And it, that, mate, like, if, if you were trying to sell a course on how hard it was, who's going to buy it? Yeah, No exactly. can't. You ain't going to have no one sat in the room running to the back with a card machine, mate. No. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. If you yeah. make it out to sound really easy, like anyone can do it, then you're going to get anyone running to the back of the room. Yeah. You know, but then to me, that comes with its other problems because then sooner or later, those people that were fed that bullshit dream are going to be questioning what they've been sold mm. and they're going to be like, hang on a minute, you told me all I had to do was give you my money and I was guaranteed success. Yeah. 
where's my success? Yeah, yeah. And then they're going to say, well, actually, you know, they're sort of subject to you doing the work. Doing something, yeah. You know, you can't just sit there and expect things to happen or fall in your lap just because. Mm. Because that don't happen. Nah. So I think there's just a breakdown in the mis-selling of certain products, the advertising, the promotion, the campaigns that they put out there. Mm. You know, and maybe I I know why, because they're a business in themselves, mate. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But so many people are doing it now as well. So many what? people are jump on the bandwagon yeah. of coaching. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. I can make a bit of money from doing this, but not actually like really giving a fuck about the yeah, product. Yeah, not actually to give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. Basically, <coughs> it's the aftercare as well that I think is seriously lacking as well, isn't it? Mm, yeah, you? massive. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. It's the aftercare because they obviously promise something, and say for example, you're you're promising this thing to a class of like ten, yeah. and then a year later you're promising the same thing to a class of. Hundred, yeah. You can't give the same people the amount of um, education you give to those first tenors than hundred because you just you can't stretch it that 100%, much. Hundred so percent, mate. I think that's where the loss of um, the, what is it like the loss of uh, education between the two because they're not going to get the same benefit as that ten because yeah. obviously they're going to get a lot more personal. Well, it's watered down. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean, like it's 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 economies of scale. I mean, you're going to go up. You're generally going to lose the quality as you get bigger. That's just yeah. the way it goes. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because when you, it's just that's the same with everything though. It's like a big pyramid. Mm. And that's what I always say to people. Like, look, education is great. I'd recommend it to anyone. I'd recommend yeah. getting a mentor to anyone. Hundred percent. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd I'd definitely advocate mastermind groups mm. and surrounding yourself with good successful people mm. i would definitely advocate all of that stuff but what i would say is do it carefully mm. do you know what i mean because not everyone out there wants to be your mate mm. even yeah, though, yeah even though they fucking seem like they yeah do. that's one thing i've learned pretty quick like it's a mm. it's a very two-faced backstabbing place 100 percent. yeah Pe- people will say one thing and then, you know, oh, shake your hand and all that when your back's turned. Oh, fucking yeah. come over there. I've heard it already, and I haven't even been in the space for that long. I've only been in and about it for like three, four years. Mm. And I've already seen a lot of it. And I'm like, fucking hell, this is like... It's cutthroat, isn't it? It's ugly, mate. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's what that's what it is. It's fucking ugly. And I, I don't really like all that stuff, but it is what it is. So what's next for Alex Patchin? What's the story developments? What's so next? So next, mate, is uh, obviously we're going through our planning stages on our next uh, bit of land. So we're hoping that's going to get through on 29th of April is when we get a decision and then the big work starts then. So still looking for a few investors to jump on board with us on our projects coming up. What sort of returns do you offer people? Or is that, is that like, it depends on, yeah, the, on them? it does depend, yeah. I mean, if... It, because everyone's different, you know, you might find that it's a JV is better because they want to earn from it and learn. What is a, for those time. that don't know, what's a JV? So a joint, yeah, so a joint venture is when they will come into like an SPV with us, like a, a special... Purpose vehicle. Special purpose vehicle, yeah. yeah. Yeah, So they'll come into the business and basically be a partner of that business. Yeah. And then um, they'll obviously uh, get a return from the profit out at the end of the build. So once yeah. we sell, they'll get a profit out of that. Yeah. And then I think for me, that works best because I want to give people value. I don't yeah, just yeah, want to yeah. say... Uh, have you got 200k because we can give you x percent you know yeah, i don't yeah, want to yeah. do that because that's not what i'm in it for i'm in it to build relationships i don't and that's that's 100 what i'm in it for you know what i mean i don't want to be i want to give people benefits they can go and do their own stuff and yeah, once they yeah. do their stuff they'll include me in that stuff yeah cool and that person can then you know what i'm saying so it's a big circle yeah, yeah, yeah. bringing everyone in and giving everyone value and you know making money from it at the same yeah, time cause that's what we're here for so when people say like 
I can give you X percent. I don't really see that as my long-term thing. I see, I just want to build relationships, give people that earn and learn opportunity because sitting in a classroom, for me, I'm not a person who can learn from in a classroom. I'm a person who I've got to go on site. Visual. Learner. Visual, yeah. I want to go on site and I see it. I want to see what's being done. I want to see the project, uh, the project, how much progress it's made, things like that. So if someone's the same as me and they want to do that, then that's, that's what we're here for, mate. Yeah, like, man. Jump on site and let's show you exactly what's going on because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the only way you can learn from it. Totally. So that's what's next for you then, just growing the development business. Yeah, growing the development business, mate. Yeah, yeah. Get, getting on board with that because like we were saying, mate, that's where the big money's going to be made and that's where I'm going to build the good wealth for my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just move on from there, mate. Got a few different ideas, for, like, a few different bits in the pipeline moving forward. So nice. hopefully it all progresses. And then... So where can, um, for people that are listening, where can people find you online, i.e.? Uh, your social media, what, what's your name on there? How can people get in contact with you, mate? Yeah, so I've got my personal profile, which is obviously Alex Patch on Facebook. I've got on Instagram. Story Developments is our business page on Facebook and Instagram as well. So jump on there. We're normally pretty um, active on there. So a few posts sort of maybe once a day or a few posts a week. And you can see our progress on what we've been doing, yeah, personal yeah. life as well. So yeah. I like to keep everyone updated on bits and pieces we're doing all the time. So Nice one, mate. So, yeah, like I say, if there's anyone out there that's looking to... What, what area, area are you um, developing in? Northampton area? Northamptonshire, yeah. Yeah? yeah, Where, yeah. Whereabouts exactly? So Chatteris is where Chatteris, we're developing. Chatteris, that's Cambridge area. Cambridgeshire, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if, if there's anyone in the sort of East Anglia area yeah, um, yeah. that's looking for investments into development or you want to get involved in Alex's projects or anything like that, you can... Have a look on your social media and get hold of you that way, yeah? Hit me up, mate. Yeah, nice one. Appreciate that. No, that's all right, mate. So, yeah, thanks for coming down today, Alex. It's been good uh, having a chat with you, mate. Yeah, it's great. Thank Hope you very much for inviting it. me, mate. Yeah. No, no, any time. And um, hopefully you're going to get into your development soon, yeah, the first yeah. one. And then uh, maybe we come back in, um, I don't know, in, in six months' time or something. Hopefully by that time you might have started something mm. and then we can talk about uh, your experiences with that yeah. and how that's going, yeah? I'm sure there'll be a few, but yeah, that no, sounds sure great. I'm sure there'll be eventful. Yeah. <laughs> All right, nice one. Cheers, Alex. Nice mate. one. Thanks, Bobby. Thanks, Cheers, mate. mate. The T-Hearts, proudly brought to you by eGrowth Media.